Spartans 2 Podcast Evolved, part of Evolved Your Home for Halo, Podcast Evolved hosts original lore series and recaps last month's Halo news. I'm your host Aaron and with me today we've got David. Hello everybody. Yeah, today we are going to cover stuff. We have some news for the last month and we have a brief little what we think we might want from the not E3 presentation that's happening this weekend. If I do this right, this show will be out the, hopefully the day before that presentation. If I do this wrong, you will listen to this show the day of the presentation. If I really get it wrong, you will listen to this show the day after the presentation and everything will be severely outdated. But all are possible. All are possible. I will delete whichever ones are uh, not appropriate. That'll be the easiest way. And I know there is a Summer Games Fest that is down to have Xbox announcements and that's on like... That's on the 8th of June, which is pretty soon. So there could be some stuff in there. I think the big Xbox thing is Sunday, isn't it? The 10th? Yeah, Sunday's the, the, the 11th. Yeah. yeah. So not E3 day, um, whatever that becomes. But before we get started and talk about that, uh, welcome to Evolved. We host a variety of shows. This is the main show podcast Evolved. You can check out our current lore series, Infinite Impressions. We will be due an episode again shortly. Uh, you can also check out the previous lore series, The Road to Infinite, and our character dossiers. We also have several other shows. We've got Mission Debrief. We have Builds with Blocks, HCS Pro Talk, Halo TV Plus, which just had a new episode, the Halo Gear Guide, and Halo Book Club, and Halo Headlines. We haven't had any headlines in a while, but the rest are ticking away. We are up to date in book clubs. We recorded our last book club. We are fully up to date now. Ridiculous. Yep, so good. You can learn more about all of our shows by going to the website, EvolvedHalo.com. If you're already a fan, we would like to ask you to take a minute to rate us and leave us a review on your podcast service of choice. We greatly appreciate all the feedbacks. We'd also like to take a minute to thank all of our patrons for their continued support. Your contributions help make everything we do possible. Honestly, guys, seriously, thank you very much. I did notice during the week we got another email notification for a new subscriber. I got excited. It happens every time. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. If you are not currently a subscriber and would like to become one, go to patreon.com forward slash Halo Evolved and there you can learn about all of the exclusive rewards and benefits such as early access to episodes, unique swag, access to the podcast soundtrack, access to our newest podcast exclusive show i would have been your podcast which is mostly old man aaron and ian ranting about stuff but occasionally other people dip in and rant about stuff with us too uh, and finally we encourage all of our listeners to support audible where they can enjoy the growing collection of halo novels all in one place along with thousands of other novels guided wellness programs and more use the url audibletrial.com forward slash podcast evolved to learn more and start your free trial today right Last week on Zeta Halo. Now, I can answer this very quickly because I think since the last proper show I recorded, the only thing I did Halo related was I fired up Halo Infinite and I bought a skin that I've wanted for a while that was unavailable because it was part of a previous event, but they recently updated it and you can go into the customization now and buy the items that you didn't have access to. Very good. It's about time. Yeah, I bought there was an armor color for the Reach Core. It's kind of like a sort of white, gray, and gold, but it was one I thought looked quite nice with my helmet and stuff. 
So I just went in and bought that. I don't even remember how much I paid for it. Whatever it needed, I bought the coins and I bought it. I was like, right, I'm happy because that's still the core I'm rocking. But I didn't play any Halo. I haven't played any video games at all. I watched Mandalorian season three. So I'm caught up in that. It was quite good. Yeah, I really liked it. Yeah, I, I had a good time with it. I think I vaguely remember when it came out reading like people weren't happy with it. And I was like, this seems like an entirely serviceable good third season. Yep, same. Yeah, no no issues. Uh, I'm back to watching Star Trek Prodigy, which is the other Star Trek animated show. It's the more kids-focused one, so it has holographic Captain Janeway in it, so I'm sort of watching that. And then Strange New World starts soon, so that's it. I'm just, I'm never going to play games again. I'm just going to watch, oh, no, sorry, tell a lie. I did play some games. I'm back in Star Trek Online. Congratulations. Yeah, I played four or five nights a row in a row last week, I think. And then I just took a little break again because I was busy. But the sickness may be back. I don't know yet. I was looking at a new Starship that I was almost going to buy for 15 quid. You don't need it, Aaron. It's just a variant of a ship I already own. That's the sickness. That that is the sick. That's how they get you, man. Yeah, it's it's bad. If they did a Halo version of this, I could be seriously sold on it. Although, maybe maybe some people will get upset with me, but I don't think there's as many iconic sort of Halo ships as there are Star Trek ships. Please don't shout at me. No, and I I don't think that's something that someone can really give out about, given like the simple age and like the variations that exist in Star Trek. Halo isn't even close to that. Yeah, like, don't get me wrong, the Sins of the Prophets guys and the mod have some seriously beautiful ships, but they're all roundly similar. Apart from that, I haven't done a big pile of anything. I just continue to exist. What about yourself? Aaron, I am always pleased that you are pleasantly existing and continue to do so. So don't feel bad for that. This is good. This is good progress. I never said pleasantly existing. I am excruciating <laughs> amounts of middle-aged pain at the minute. I am just existing. I think you did more than me, which is kind of funny. So uh, I turned on Halo Infinite as well um, because we were gearing up of potentially getting ready for our Mission DB free card. And I wanted to make sure, because I hadn't turned the game on in a while. I was like, okay, is it up to date? What's the, what's the game going to do when I turn it on? And what it did was immediately boot in to some a very nice cinematic that went on for a long time and i was like what the hell is this and it's all the seasons of stories that i've clearly not been paying attention to uh so i got like a summary all the stuff about like the the lone wolves and all like i can't even remember their names but like the the guy who gets um captures the ai that the banished ai and then that takes over him and then that's spartan spartan din din yeah and it's all about the AI talking to him in his subconscious and showing him weird things and stuff exploding. I was like, I was like, this is like, why? Like, what am I watching? This is pretty crazy. And I was like, so okay, that was cool. And obviously, just gearing up to where the current story is at the moment. So I thought that was cool. I feel like the cutscenes are very good, but then it doesn't like do the thing you want, which is Destiny, where you go into like a story mission. And you're like, okay, that cutscene was great, but now I'm in big team battle. It's missing that extra step. If they could do the Destiny thing and do here's the cutscene, here's the mission, and then later you'll do some multiplayer or something around it, like that would be cool. I do like the cutscenes. There's a lot more effort in it now. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they're they're full on proper cutscenes uh, animated. They look beautiful. So I mean, you can't really complain about like the quality. Uh, so I thought that was pretty cool. 
And that's kind of it. And then I saw that like all the cores I didn't have from the past events are all unlocked. So I was like, oh, that's nice. So I have like the crazy Japanese uh, samurai armor. And I think I missed one other event, the, one other variant armor. I can't even remember which one it was. The different marks. I'm guessing it's probably the Eagle Strike, is it? The like space Nazi fracture core? Uh, I might have had. No, I did have that one. That was, that one I actually played. That the one that was actually live at the time when I actually played a bit of Halo Online or Halo Multiplayer. Um, so I thought that was interesting, and then I kind of like realized we weren't going to record, and everything was kind of up to date. And I logged off of Halo, and that's pretty much it as well. Uh, I haven't really done too much else. Played a few video games, a few bits and pieces here and there. Um, what was I doing? I did Warhammer Bolt Gun recently. That was really good, actually. Quite surprised by that. That's like a kind of like a Doom shooter style, old kind of graphics, and it's set in the Warhammer universe. You're running around as a space. It's a sequel that I didn't realize to the Xbox 360 era game. That's Warhammer Space Marine, which is actually really good and I loved it. And they're making a second one, so that's all very exciting. So I was like, hell yeah, I'll play this little shooter. And, and it was actually pretty decent. Good fun, good fun. I, I enjoyed it quite a lot. What did I do? Oh yeah, I got all the achievements in Skyrim. So that was something I've been like tipping away at for months. Uh, and that was actually really fun going back. Because I've only ever really played through Skyrim once. And I didn't even play all the DLC. So I went back and just did everything, tipped to all the achievements. It didn't take too long, but it was, and it was actually kind of fun for the most part. So I was actually pretty happy with myself in that regard. And then I started Sekiro, which is a game I've been meaning to play for a very long time. You know it's a Souls-like game and I suck at it. And uh, now I'm not happy anymore because I'm just not good at this game and I really want to be. And it hurts my soul, Aaron, to know that I'm old man reflexes and I'm not, I'm not a... Dodge, parry, block, memorize. Oh, no, to be fair, there are some young people who are also not meant to play those games. Don't feel too <laughs> bad. I think they are they are a very like Marmite love it or hate it sort of thing. And I've never even looked at them because I'm like, I will hate this and I will punch my TV. There's a few like Souls-like games that I've played and really enjoyed. And I've tried like the original Dark Souls. I did not get into it. My brother's obsessed with all of the FromSoft games. And I think the last one I touched base, it was kind of like, it was kind of like, it was, was, it was a Neo on PlayStation. I really wanted to like that one and just couldn't, it just couldn't get me. And then the other ones that are kind of similar, like Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order was amazing. I got every achievement in that game. I focused so hard on it, loved it. So now I'm kind of going back to Sekiro because I originally, I loved the original Tenchu series and this game was supposed to be a Tenchu. And then the bastard said, no, we'll make a Souls game instead. And I was like, fuck you, give me my Tenchu. Um, so I'm just going to try my best to love this game. And that's that's my, my goal at the moment. And that's that's pretty much all I've been doing. Ah, uh, that's fair. You have reminded me that I started Jedi Fallen Order and never finished it. I need to go back to that. Dude, the story is the story is so worth it. I mean, just not put the game on easy, whatever you need to do. But man, it is just, it's worth it. It's worth it just for the story. I think it's really good. Yeah, I remember enjoying it. I don't know why I stopped. Can't remember if life just got in the way or I got to like a big boss fight and was struggling a bit. I, there's, uh, I, I have no like distinct bad memory of it, so I just need to maybe fire it up again from scratch and go. Yeah, I'm thinking of a, I want to do a replay as well to get into the second one. But that's just that's way down my list now at the moment. I suppose that covers us for the the last month in Halo. Last month in Halo, not a lot of Halo. Right. I've got some news for the last month. We will cover all of this and then we would get into the second little bit of the show. So 
First thing I have here is disappointing news. By the time you hear this, it will already be too late. The Waypoint mobile client for Android and iOS is being sunsetted. Very well. You will still have the same experience through the mobile version of the website, and that's what they're going to focus on going forward, but the app will be no more. Do you remember the time, David, when everyone had a companion app? I sure do. Do you remember the Assassin's... And it was all the new Yeah, office. the Assassin's Creed app where you were sending your ships out? I do remember it. I remember... I, I preferred it more in-game. I didn't like the app as much. I remember that, and I remember the one for Mass Effect 3 where you were doing something similar for your galactic readiness as well. Oh my god, I forgot all about that. Yeah, I did a ton of that. And you couldn't get the best ending in the game if you didn't use the app as well as the game. I'm pretty sure none of that exists at all. But like, I think eventually you didn't have to do it because they came up with brought out DLC that had all extra galactic resources, so you kind of circumvent it that way. Yeah, because I replayed the like remastered Mass Effect trilogy, and I just like got everything and don't remember any issues. So, yeah, that's a. Uh... That's been a sad moment in time now since that app started. I don't really think I... The only time I think I used it was to redeem codes. That was it. Yes. Yeah, you're right. That was handy. That might have been at the very start because the only codes I get now are the perk bonuses from Game Pass every month and it just redeems that in browser on the Xbox. So, like, there's nothing else. Well, it's it's gone. So by the time you hear this, it's away. Uh, you can delete it off your phone. Pour one out for it. The next thing we got in the last month, we got the cover reveal and the description for Halo Epitaph. Booyah! Give us this bad boy. Yes, if you have been living under a rock, Halo Epitaph is going to be the next installment of the Didact story. But Aaron, which Didact? Ah, that will be the Erdidact, the old Didact, the one that you killed in Halo 4 but didn't kill. Who you then killed again in the comics, but <laughs> I was about to kill. say that. <laughs> the one you killed twice, but can't kill. And the one who you we may kill again in the books, but will not kill. I don't know. He He's like a bad smell that keeps returning. If you remember, I think we've talked about this before because we had a an announcement originally, but Halo Epitaph is going to be Kelly Gay's next book. I think she's done good forerunner stuff, so I am excited to see what she does with the didact. The description is as follows. Stripped of armor, might, and memory, the forerunner warrior known as the Didact was torn from the physical world following his destructive confrontation with the Master Chief and sent reeling into the mysterious depths of a seemingly endless desert wasteland. This once powerful and terrifying figure is now a shadow of his former self, gaunt, broken, desiccated, and alone. But the wasteland is not as barren as it seems, a blue light glints from a thin spire in the far distance, thus begins the Didact's great journey, the final fate of one of the galaxy's most enigmatic and pivotal figures. Cool. Whatever happens, this will probably be it. This book is slated for release January 2nd, 2024, so there's a bit of a wait. Oh, so far away. I know, do not expect it anytime soon, but I am totally down for a Didact book. Oh yeah, man, absolutely. I mean... I'd say not not even a lot of people know about the comics and just think he's gone. Do you know what I mean? That he could have gone and come back again. There's probably not a lot out there. And I wonder, I mean, there's probably going to be, I imagine there'll be a little bit of a blurb somewhere at the beginning of this book detailing those events, even if it's like a memory or kind of some kind of offhanded comment. 
of how we got from where we was to here. I totally expect him to be having like patchy flashbacks, even though his memory's gone. Like a man in green smacking him in the chest with a grenade and then falling and then vaporizing and then another man in green smacking him again and then falling and then vaporizing. He's going to have a bit of a fear of falling. Do you think we'll get a flashback of him absolutely wiping out Black Team? Possibly I could see it. Maybe maybe if we give Black Team a slightly more heroic death and just, oh, you're dead. No, I'm I'm looking forward to this. So hopefully we get more Forerunner shit. I'm always happy to have more Forerunner stuff. And, you know, after Guilty Sparks Adventures in our last book, I am curious to see where he ends up or what happens. Does he redeem himself? Is he going to be in the desert where Mendigant Bias is buried? Is it Poncho Didact? Oh, Poncho Didact. He is kind of, yeah, you have a vibe going there with the artwork. So Poncho Didact bringing Mendigant Bias back and the two of them saving the universe together. What do you think? Why not? Why the Someone hell has to bring back Mendigant fucking Bias. I'm sick of asking. Someone needs to do it. Kelly will do it. Yes, hopefully. She's not afraid. So moving on from that, we had another thing happen this month called Spartan Chatter. And this is basically 343 are using the stage feature on Discord. We used that for a while for the live shows. We haven't done it in a bit because the sound was being a little temperamental, but we'll have to like maybe try and revive it and give it another go. But they basically hosted like a community Q&A slash news update podcast sort of, you know, live show thing. You can go and look at that. It is uh, archived and recorded. Some details came out from it. It's sort of, I have it scattered through the news here anyway, so we can talk about the couple of bits and pieces. I did not watch it myself. Okay, so after actually looking and clicking on the link myself, which I should have done in the first place, sorry, Aaron, this is actually on YouTube. It's where they've put their first episode of Spartan Chatter. Special guest Michael Forge Lord Score is available on the Halo YouTube page. So if you want to like be in on the ground floor on that, join 343's Halo Discord channel and then you will get notified when Stages is going live and stuff like that and you can keep an eye out and everything. That could be cool if you want to like be there and ask some questions and do stuff and interact. The next announcement I have here, that's uh, less of an announcement, more information. The Fracture Firewall Story Shards were up to now part three of four. This is like the little additional lore and bits and pieces, so... If you get caught up on that, we once part four drops, we will do an impressions on it. There are also like lower, there's Intel shards for like the regular thing as well. There's six of them, but they're not that long. So it'll probably just be like the firewall stuff, the same as the previous ones. You know, we had like the five part, like choose your own adventure story thing. This is the, the one about the created running their simulations. So we will probably cover this as an impressions episode. But you can go and read them now. You're up to part three. One more part to drop, which will come with the next Fracture event when that comes into season four. Also, to do with season four, we got an announcement for Infection. Say what? Yeah. So June 20th, 2023, Infection will be coming to season four of Halo Infinite. Infection was always a great mode. Yeah, I enjoy Infection. Now, this Infection is slightly different because this one is going to be a cybernetic Infection instead of Flood. From the artwork and stuff, it basically looks like 
when you become infected, uh, Eritus takes over your Spartan and then you get like a weird funky robot face and then you go and you fight your other Spartans. He's controlling their armor. Cool idea. It's one thing I don't like about Halo Infinite. I or It's not just Halo Infinite, but Halo in general. AIs never used to be able to control a Spartan in their suit because the suit didn't move the Spartan. The suit just amplifies the Spartan's movements. And now we're into the territory of like, you can control the Spartan's armor and move them against their will. And I'm like, that's not supposed to be how the armor works, but apparently it is now. Don't know how I feel about this. I wonder, is it the armor specifically, or is it, you know, the way Spartans are supposed to, like, interact with an AI, AI and that that's, like, in their brain, and it's an element of them interacting with their actual brain. So I wonder, is it just, like, a super aggressive kind of, is there some way of taking over or messing with their subconscious i think kind of the halo tv show kind of leans into that kind of idea yeah it does sound a bit like that you see i'm always thinking of fred when he's compromised in the books you know and that's the first time they hinted at the ai being able to like manipulate a spartan's arms or something but cortana is very like no i'm sharing your brain but i can't control anything so i don't know at what point we kind of like made the switch here but this might be like nanobots. It, it may fall into that category for me. We will have to see. But yes, infection's coming. We will get more details. Watch this space. So we also got details on the Season 4 career ranks. So they are bringing ranks back to Halo. Uh, I've got a lot of stuff to roll through, so shout out any time you hear anything you want to talk about. Go for it. So like I said, infection's landing on June 20th, and with that we'll bring career ranks uh, it's the new progression system for Halo Infinite. Career ranks will provide players with the opportunity to advance through a larger progression system that reflects their time in Halo Infinite. To make progression through the new ranks, all you have to do is play. Career rank utilizes performance-based progression taken directly from your personal score in each match. The better you do, the faster you rank up. And career rank, they say, it will feel most like Master Chief Collection's progression system. They have tiers such as bronze, silver, gold, and they go all the way up to onyx. And within those tiers, you have ranks such as cadet or general. And then within each of those ranks, you have a grade. So you have like cadet grade one, two, three, and then you go up to private grade one, two, three, and you work your way through each color rank until the end. There's a lot of progression in it. Because looking at the diagram here, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, six tiers with 15 ranks in each tier. And each of those ranks has three grades. So that's a lot. And then the end result is hero. Yes, you get hero at the at the top end there. So they sort of gave an example. Uh, it was basically if you were a bronze private grade one. You'd work your way through to grade two, grade three, like I said, and then you move up to Lance Corporal. Uh, and then if you're at like Platinum General grade three, your next advancement is to Diamond Cadet. So you're always just like going back and forth up a scale all the time. It's pretty straightforward. I think if you played Halo before, you'll like know what to expect. And then we have we had a list of Q&A answers here. So I'm just going to run through the answers. So it was your career rank and when and where it'll be visible first. So, during the match intro, when the camera pans to the Spartan, you will see a banner that displays their career rank. Every individual player's profile will include their career rank. 
Inspecting a player in the post-game carnage report will show it. In general, in most places where you see a player's full nameplate, a banner with the career rank will also be displayed. Career rank icon uh, being displayed on the player's nameplate at the start of the match and career rank icon being displayed at the start of a match as well. Everywhere that you see a Spartan with a name, you will see their career rank and they will see yours. And then the Q&A questions were sort of, or answers are as follows. There's no skill requirement in Halo Infinite's career progression system. Career ranks will begin tracking your Halo Infinite progress when it lands on June 20th. Old progress will not count. Career rank progression will be earned via personal score in multiplayer matchmaking, so no forge, no nothing else. Double XP boosts will not count towards career rank. Those are strictly for your season passes. For select ranks, there are corresponding nameplates as well as armor, weapons, and vehicle emblems that you can sport in-game in your Spartan gear. Career rank progression is separate from the battle pass system and is entirely free. Career rank will not impact the matches or opponents you play in matchmaking, so it is not CS or anything else. And career rank will not reset with seasons. It is meant to track your overall progress playing infinite. I'd say some people will be a little bit bummed that it will not count your previous time. If you've put a lot of time into Halo Infinite before now, you won't jump up a few ranks when you start or anything. But I suppose it's probably fair. That's a bummer. And it is kind of fair. It's just obviously to start everybody off blank. And since it doesn't actually count towards anything in the game, it's only kind of for yourself. I think it's not too bad. But like you said, it is a bummer if you lost... If, if there's something that you... I can't remember what even exists now that's representative of this. If that goes away and you start a grade one cadet, you're kind of... It's a bit of a bummer. There really isn't, you see. There's just the season pass. Like, you're not losing anything. I think the only thing will be... Yeah, that's okay then. If you pumped several hundred hours into Halo Infinite and haven't played as much lately, those several hundred hours won't count. But I am guessing whatever way they're tracking this maybe wasn't in Halo before now. So they don't have, like... I'm sure they don't have a database of all your data from when you started the game. So they just have to like cut a line somewhere and go with it. But it seems entirely fine. Like I see no issue. That's the good thing about it. If it never resets, then you know, like regardless of how long you dip in or come out of, you're not starting at zero. Like, I mean, I lost track of the amount of, I stopped paying attention to any kind of progression in, in the Halo games a long time ago. And every time I come in, I'm at zero for something. The name of it's changed, what it does is changed, and I'm at zero. Yeah, I think there's a lot to be said for just something that goes up any time you dip in and out. It's a thing, it's coming. Some people, it will encourage them to play more. Some people, it will make absolutely no difference. I think we'll have to see what the rewards and stuff are. I do hope there's something cool for getting to Hero. I feel like you should have the same way that the Spartan... Oh, uh, what was it called in Guardians? The Spartan-like squad thing where you could get the that special suit of armor that we never got the helmet for. The, uh, oh, it was, I want to say Achilles. Yes, the, the Achilles armor and it was like Spartan clans or whatever, but there needs to be something like that. It was the helmet that was really hard to get. I think we are still years away from ever getting it and no one's going back to play enough Halo 5 now. Oh, I would like it if there was something cool for getting to the top. We will see. I'm sure they'll have something. They'll have something. That is pretty much all of our news since our last news show. There's been little bits ticking over, but nothing... Nothing major, major. 
well, I suppose unless you don't count Infection and career ranks. I I will probably be down to play a little Infection. It was a good mod. I always enjoyed it. All right, guys, we are going to take a break for a quick moment and listen to a little uh, a little bit from our sponsor, and then we will be right back. Ooh, exciting. This episode of Evolved is brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped have all the tools for your manscaping needs, like the Lawnmower 4.0 electric trimmer and the Weed Whacker 2.0 ear and nose hair trimmer. Manscaped sent us their performance package 4.0. The uh, lawnmower actually looks great. I've been using it, keeping my face all nice and trimmed. Uh, use it in the shower. Thing's amazing. Works really quick. No complaints whatsoever. Yeah, I was actually really impressed with how it looks. It's quite stylish it's small it's black it's nice it has the led light on it it has two little guards that have like a double adjustment on each of them so you get four different trimming lengths with it a little charging dock that's USB-C. i think it goes for 90 minutes on a full charge it's pretty impressive yeah i love the charging dock it's USB-C, like you said and the whole the actual device is wireless you just stick it in you pick it up when you need it it's it's great it's it's super simple to use the Weed Whacker, which is uh, for the nose, also is really awesome. I've been using it probably week- weekly at this point at my age. Uh, it works great. Nice and clean and neat and uh, no complaints from anyone. Yeah, no, I have only recently had to admit to hitting my mid-30s and needing a nose hair trimmer. This is the first one I've ever had. It's an interesting experience the first time you use one. I had very tickly. I sm- sneezed once or twice, but it did the job. If things are trimmed, things are tidy. It's styled similar to the lawnmower. It looks quite nice. It is not waterproof. Do not trim your nose hair in the shower. Very important. <laughs> yes, that's very, very important note. The set also includes their Crop Preserver Below the Waist Deodorant and Crop Reviver Below the Waist Toner, which both smell really good, I have to say. Yep, I can agree with you there. I sniffed them both and they both smell excellent. Yeah, there's even a set of Manscaped boxers, and everything came in a nice little travel bag, which it's been really great. I've keeping all my Manscaped stuff in there. I'm going to be taking it with me on my vacation coming up here shortly. It's, it's really nice. Yep, the boxers seem very nice. Uh, I am now only a medium, and when I ordered this set, I was a large, so unfortunately they don't fit me particularly well, but they seem very nice, nice quality. Very impressed with the travel bag. It is now in my gym kit bag. It has permanent pride of place there. It's a very nice little travel bag, I have to say. I'm a sucker for little things like that. So if you've been thinking about upgrading your manscaping game, why not use the code EVOLVED at manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping and try some Manscaped goodies today because your balls will thank you. Alright, now that we're back in the show, I'm going to take us through the Community Evolved section of the show. So, this month we asked our community, the June 11th Xbox Showcase Halo Wishes. So, if you're not aware, and you probably already are aware, Xbox is doing a showcase on June 11th, like I just mentioned. It'll be 6pm our time, Aaron, which is exciting. Uh, Everyone else can figure that out, because we're only concerned with real time over here. So, it's kind of exciting. Obviously, there is the other showcase, the Summer Showcase. I don't know where Xbox will split their stuffs, and obviously Starfield has a big reveal here as well, but um, we think, may- will we get some Halo? I don't know, we'll see, we'll see. Um, so what are 
what we have from our community. So um, Chief Keefe has said basically a pipe dream at this point, but either a Halo 3 anniversary or Infinite Campaign Expansion DLC. Man, I'm all down for Infinite Campaign Expansion. I, I don't know why I've never cared about Halo 3's anniversary kind of getting a kind of a remake. I know it kind of stands out against the other games now. It's just, when I just think of resources, I'm like, no, guys, you can spend your time better elsewhere. But I know it's still the community still looks for it. The pesky perv says chips dubbo centered game with a sex scene in it that's wild it's wild my friend dart stalin great name this is a halo game based on the forerunner flood war plus ancient humanity like this is dope i mean that's just crying out for a kind of space rts kind of stuff like is what you want to see ancient humanity going around in ships blowing forerunners out of the place it, it just would be cool see i've said this before and i maintain the actual perfect game for this is some sort of Mass Mass Effect-esque RPG where you play as a forerunner that you build yourself and as you build like your skill tree you mutate your forerunner character that seems like like this it just writes itself like you start off as a basic forerunner child and as you equip out your skill tree into different areas you can become like a builder or security or a life shaper life worker yeah fuck yeah your forerunner mutates accordingly and stuff like this game's just crying out to be made it can be any time in the forerunner it doesn't have to be like as the halos are about to fire and the world's about to end like if you play a game the whole way through it with this like great civilization fighting the humans and all and it finishes with you meeting imagine like the game finishes with you meeting the life worker and the erudite i mean like shit's about to get real come with us son and then you go oh everyone's about to die and that's just where your game or finishes. the game ends when the halo rings go off yeah imagine that too like i think that's just screaming out for a game and honestly if we were not going to be too precious about letting 343 make everything going forward and we were going to like license out the franchise i am here for this yeah why not i mean creative assembly have done halo wars and did a fantastic job so like I don't know why anybody would be opposed to like someone else having a uh, having a bash off a Halo game, especially like a spin-off non-core FPS like a non-FPS game. I think there we shouldn't be too precious about that like. Anything else about the uh, the other ideas yourself, Aaron? Uh right, so things I'd actually like I want to know what the certain affinity game mode or game type or game project is. I need that announcement. I think that's the most realistic Halo news we get honestly i don't they might show about season four there might be like a little trailer or something about the contents of it and, and a bit more t- i know they, they've already teased i'd say that's that's more than likely maybe something about the tv show maybe they'll be thrown in for season two i don't know if they'll do something like that but i know it's been wrapped so there might be a trailer prep there but i think you're right it's, that's the most realistic game i think news will get as um what certain affinity is doing yeah i i want to see I want to see what it is. I want to know what the project is, what to expect. I am hoping it's a PvE mode. Well, I'm I'm guessing it will be PvP large. It seems like it's going to be some sort of battle royale big mode. But I'm hoping there's a PvE version because I am sorely missing like a Warzone firefight or something. That would get me back into Halo because I played a stupid amount of that in Halo 5. There's no stress, really. There's no pressure. It's fun. So I would be totally down for that. Yeah, I really liked Warzone. 
whether it's a standalone project like the rumors were hinting at or it's an addition to Halo Infinite. I'm also hoping we get like a tease for something new coming in Halo Infinite. Like if certain Affinity's project is going to be its own standalone like Battle Royale or whatever, I'm hoping a firefight, a war zone. Maybe I don't think we're going to get a campaign announcement or anything because it seems like that is all shot to hell. Yeah, all the, the the mess that is you know currently happening over at Xbox and and three for three kind of specifically, I don't think they're in a position, or they even have anything for us at the moment. If they announced partnerships, if they were like willing to go on stage and say we are licensing out the Halo franchise and these studios will be bringing you Halo titles in the next five years, I would be okay with that. I'm not sure who I'd want to make what. That'd be incredibly exciting. If they would just say, okay, we're going to let some people take the reins here and have a go at it and see what they come up with. Whatever that may be. Not everything has to be a Halo fighting game. I'm down for varied and different stuff. Same. I'm very open, uh, to be honest, about what anything that Halo related at this stage. You know, I'm, I'm not pushed. I mean, I don't want another RTS. I think Halo Wars has done that. Probably done it enough. Uh, I, I don't think we need something, another RTS there, to be honest. I would like to see Halo in a different genre of, of game, for sure. Off the top of my head, I will take a... I know exactly what I want. I want a FIFA-style Griff Ball game. I want them to go all in. I just want them I just want them to make a Halo sports game. It's going to be Griff Ball. They're going to go completely in on it with the mechanics and everything else and just go balls to the wall. I, I would go for that. Do you imagine? Yeah, just a dedicated Griff Ball game. Think of it. And be like, right, none of these mechanics are, a lot of these mechanics are not in regular Halo because we have been able to build a standalone game and you're going to have an awesome time with it. Like, shit like that. I don't mind if it's a project reskinned in Halo because sometimes those can be a lot of fun. If you want to give me a flight sim racing space game and go, by the way, this is Halo. Go okay. I'm here for it. the civilians in Halo do like drag races in space at night. Fuck it. Sure, why not? I'm always open to like strange, random things in the Halo universe, but I would love to see some projects. Halo horror game. I'm here for that too. Oh yes. I mean, come on. I mean, you look at something like Dead Space, and you're like, we can do this. Halo has the building blocks to make something great like that. Yeah, like I know it's going to be no matter what you make, it's either going to be like. Halo Dead Space because the Flood will literally be able to do Halo Dead Space or you can do like Alien but as a Halo game like you're being haunted by the Covenant or the Banished or random brutes or whatever like imagine a Halo game where you're an unarmed civilian basically playing like uh, stomping on the heels of a fuss and you're trying to outrun the brutes as they haunt your party down at night and shit like that like there's loads of things you could do. Not every Halo game has to be a shooter, so I'm happy to give other things a go. And, like, you can make a good game and be like, okay, it's still canonical without being too precious. Provided the Spartans don't have magic, like, it was, you can't really go too far wrong. True. Give them nanomachines and away you go. Shush, 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 shush. Stop that. Bad David. <laughs> Anything else I'm trying to think here? You think of anything else? Um, no, it's kind of like we've talked about it a lot about what we might get, what we might get. I think we're getting very little. 
I will, I, I'm excited for the uh, the showcase in general, just like outside of Halo, just to see what comes. Darfield is always my style, so like I, I, I love No Man's Sky. I want to see a more focused version of that, uh, and I think they'll give it to us. Uh, I mean, it doesn't have to be the world's best game. I just love their style. I mean, obviously, if it's replay Skyrim, I'm, I'm ready to do that in space. And um, Outer Worlds that Obsidian made gave us a lovely taste of what that can be. It was such a great little game. Hopefully something. Hopefully something Halo related. Um, but I think you're right. I think the certain affinity is probably the most likely with maybe a, like a season four trailer of some description is what will come. Equally, it wouldn't surprise me if we didn't hear anything Halo related from this show. Like it, it, Same. If we turn around on Sunday and we have nothing due to report, I will not be shocked. Yeah, if the word Halo is not even mentioned, uh, I won't be shocked. I suppose that's a bit of a like sad reflection of where games are at the minute, but like that's sort of, I think, where we are. It's a realistic look, unfortunately. We don't have anything that we can crazy hype out about because we just know it's not going to happen because we know what's going on in the, the kind of the dev studio situation. It's not great at the moment. All right. I think that will sadly depressingly do us. Do you want to do the Evolved Digest and we will bounce? Yeah, no problem, but it gets us up pretty quick. So, uh, Pocket's Evolved Impression. So, we're doing this ongoing. We're trickling these out. There's not too many going on. So, the last one was all about Forge Finds 2, uh, which are great little kind of episodes that let you know what you can imagine, what you can find in the Forge mode. Our next one is most likely going to be a Fracture lore breakdown for Season 3 when all of those are finished. So, we'll wrap them all in one, like Aaron mentioned, and do a quick Infinite Impressions on those. Mission debrief is happening in the background. We're getting there. We're just trying to schedule dates and we'll get, we'll get a co-op mission uh, episode one or two of them out at some stage. We're, we're working on it for this summer. It's our goal. Um, build the blocks is nothing new at the moment. Uh, I will say Halo TV Plus has a new episode that came out of the blue, I know. Uh, myself and Oren rec- uh, recorded. And we talked. Uh, it's about season two, obviously, because season two finished the wrap, finished wrapping up. So we had some uh, news on the TV show there, and a little bit touched uh, with the wonderful insight that is on the Mangs on the current writer strike that's ongoing. So that episode is up. It's on both streams, the Halo TV Plus and our regular one. So go check that out. Uh, it's a fine little EP, if I say so myself. And um, we don't have any new episode news. Uh, Oren has decided to travel the world because you know when Oren doesn't work, he just disappears. So he's gone traveling, so he's doing some bits and pieces there. So when he comes back, we'll probably have maybe some Halo news. Maybe if so, if we get some kind of crazy trailer drop, maybe we'll discuss that real quick. Um, I'll talk to Orin about that when we see what happens. Um, our book club, like we mentioned, we just finished the last book club at the moment, which is Vertical, or, or sorry, Winter Contention? Uh, Winter Contention is the, the actual last book club. We recorded that, but it's it's not live yet. It will probably go out after the episode we do to diagnose sunday makes sense there you go and hs pro talks the guys are still chipping away with some pro talk stuff so fair play guys man i mean there is actually stuff going on in the halo championship series okay so here we go josh and will are going to give us a little bit of an update of what's going on in the hs series take it away josh and will Hello, Podcast Evolved audience, and welcome to Inside HCS, your monthly recap of all things Halo Esports, presented by us, none other than HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo Esports podcast. For this segment, we'll be recapping the HCS news and competition from the month of May 2023. But before we get into the recap, let's begin with a little introduction into what exactly is the HCS, as always. 
The HCS or Halo Championship Series is the umbrella in which all Halo competition lives under. The 2023 HCS season has begun with regular online and land competition happening all throughout the year. Now, for all major announcements from the HCS team over at 343, please make sure to follow their Twitter account at HCS and their official YouTube channel by searching for Halo Esports. Let's move on to some HCS news that happened over the last month. First up, we had a May update for Halo Infinite, and a lot of the stuff in the update pertained to the ranked experience of the game, which is what we heavily talk about on the show. Therefore, these updates included nerfs to the Disruptor, Spike Grenade, and Dynamo Grenades, and then a couple ranked King of the Hill changes, including the initial hill spawn has been reduced from 15 seconds to 5 seconds, the wind-up period to score has been removed, so now as soon as you step into a hill, uh, into a hill you should immediately begin to start scoring, which is pretty awesome. And it's pretty meta-changing, if we're being honest. And then Ranked also got a Forge map added to the rotation in Starboard, but it's not being added to the HCS. So, what are you going to do? Moving on to some tournament highlights for the week, just one major one for you. The HCS 4K Open Series, the DreamHack Qualifier results. The controversial online qualifiers have come to a conclusion as we look toward the main event of the HCS Global Invitational at DreamHack Dallas. Here are the teams that have qualified. From North America, you had Space Station, FaZe Clan, Optic Gaming, Native Red, Complexity, G1, Native White, Hive, Shopify Rebellion, and Sentinels. From the EU region, we had Quadrant, Navi, Awababobs, and Jaylings. From Mexico region, we had Six Karma, and from Australia, New Zealand, we had Vertex. And I listed those all out in seed order. Looking ahead, we have the HCS Global Invitational at DreamHack Dallas. Land season is finally back. It's been a long drought. We've only had online stuff to look forward to, but now it's finally time to see the best teams in the world compete in a natural, neutral environment on LAN. We can finally see their skill shine through. The 16 best teams from around the world will compete for their share of $125,000 from June 2nd to June 4th over at twitch.tv forward slash Halo. Now for a complete preview of the event, including our always wrong predictions, please check out episode 289 of HCS Pro Talk. And thank you for joining us on this edition of Inside the HCS for May 2023. If you're interested in finding out more about these tournaments or anything else in the competitive Halo space, please check out HCS Pro Talk on all the socials, YouTube, Twitch, and anywhere you happen to find your podcasts. Podcast Evolve Crew, take it away. Thank you, guys. Cheers. Thanks for that. Very good. Um, so, guys, like I said, we obviously, if you don't know, HCS Pro Talk are the guys for us. So, go watch the show live on Monday nights on 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central. Uh, those are fake times on twitch.tv slash HTS Pro Talk. You can also follow them on YouTube and various other podcast feeds of choice. That's HTS Pro Talk. Aaron, I think we're done. Yeah, I think we've done pretty okay for the month of May and what's been going on. Guys, thank you for joining us. 
Like we mentioned at the top of the show, you can find every episode of everything we've done over on the website, EvolvedHalo.com. You can search out all the unique podcast feeds or subscribe to everything all in one. Uh, if you want to listen to all of our episodes, like I said, Halo Podcast Evolved will get you everything. Once again, special shout out to all of our patrons. Thank you for supporting the show, helping make everything possible. Head over to patreon.com forward slash Halo Evolved to learn more about signing up today. And finally, I would like to... What was I going to say there? And finally, if you want to leave us a voicemail about this episode or any other episode or your E3 thoughts or your thoughts on the not E3 E3 presentation this weekend after it happens, do that by calling 205 Evolved. That's 205-386-5833. You can leave us a voicemail and we will play it on the next show. And with that, I have been your host, Aaron. And until next time, Evolved! Evolved!